For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 436 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Back again, buddy. Hey. Same bat time, same bat channel. Another day, another day tits up is a lucky one. Oof. I'm not, not, I've never heard that one, but now it's going to be part of my repertoire. Ooh, I'm fancy. <laughs> Another I think day. the saying is supposed to be another day. Toes up. Oh, uh, okay. Well, I'm going well, to I'm gonna change it. To, I'm going to change it to uh, another day fat tits up. <laughs> this shit ain't nothing to it's me, It's usually man. a bad thing, because when things usually go tits up, that's, like, bad. Oh, I guess right. I guess that is right. Well, that, I mean, I've definitely gone through a period where that could apply, so. I have certainly mangled my metaphors today. <laughs> Damn it, Will, now I'm going to sound like an idiot when I forget that I shouldn't use that in that context. For the next few years, I'll be like, another day, tits up. And people be like, I really wish he would stop saying that. Well, when I just figure when they put me in the ground, I'm tits down, right? But not face down. They're just hanging down. Oh, huh. huh. See, this is getting fucked up. We need to move on. No, I don't quick. know that we do. I think we need to go further, dig deeper. I don't think we need to do any more analysis. I'm trying to get my third eye opened here. You know what I mean? Well, this ain't how we do it, my man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it could be part of the process. What do I know? I've only got two of them. I could have sworn I had to meditate and align my chakras. <laughs> well, I don't know. Something tells me my chakras are probably... One of them's probably fucked up. I got a weird foot and a weird chakra. Hmm? Hmm. Hmm. That's, that's an interesting concept. I wonder. It might be. I need to I go see like a mo- chakra looks like. my bottom chakra. Yeah, you, I like guess it depends on what I had to eat that day. It's like the base of your spine, and then they go up to your head. And oh, then there's that... one above your head. That's the third eye. That's the enlightenment. Okay. Well, that one that starts at the base of my spine, fucked up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. I'm just going to be 100% honest with you here. Gulping sea monkeys by the gallon. My <laughs> tummy feel crazy. 
So, speaking of weird feet, you can go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all your Blue Harvest needs, um, where you can find links to all our social medias. Now, uh, there's a, a new Final Fantasy VII game coming out in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to be streaming that a lot. I'm also working on some giveaways for that stream. So, wow! Keep your ear to the ground. Come by and watch the stream, and you might be able to win a little something, something. Well, lucky, lucky watchers of that stream. Yeah, I'll have uh, I'll have more details the closer we get. But the plan right now, as it stands, is I will be beginning streaming Final Fantasy VII Rebirth on Wednesday, February twenty eighth at eleven p.m. Central. 12 a.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific. People that live on that West Coast get those games way earlier in the night than we do, right? Just because of time difference. Mm -hmm. um, so I'll be streaming it. Now, I'm not trying to do like a, a long haul stream. I'll probably be streaming for a while, but I, I'm not shooting for any specific time. And then I will probably be streaming it also the 29th the first, the second, possibly the third even. I have some time off because um, that's the kind of dude I am. I'm like, oh, there's a new Final Fantasy. The second part of the Final Fantasy VII remake is coming out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take some time off for that. So it took a couple of days off. Um, and, well, you're probably thinking, you're probably not, but you might be thinking, well, where can I watch that? <laughs> well, twitch.tv slash blueharvestpod. Um, you can also get links to our Patreon there, where you get access to all our bonus shows. Right now, I'm just working through that first season of Clone Wars chronologically. Um, it's been a good time. I am looking forward to getting deeper into the Clone Wars because the real juice is in, in you know, later in the series. Um, Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Pod. Cast. Right? <laughs> Cast. Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. I do this every week and now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> Hold on. Patreon.com. Get us a whiteboard. Blue Harvest. Yep. Blue Harvest Podcast, baby. Um, and thanks to all our patrons. You guys are the best. So, buddy, how's your week been? It's hard to believe that the week isn't over yet. It feels like this week has been three weeks. Buddy? I know exactly what you mean. Now, I'm sure, well, I know it's different circumstances, but I have also felt like this has been a long week. Um, but, and like, not bro, necessarily. Is the first week of February? Yeah. This like the first one? It's because I have a bunch of stuff I'm looking forward to, right? Like, I had the weekend when all you guys came, and then, like, I'm a dude that needs something to look forward to, you know? Mm -hmm. Next thing. And then the thing after that. And I got several things I'm very much looking forward to. It just makes the time waiting for that seem to go pretty slow. Yeah. Well, I got you. The Bad Batch is coming up quick. There's something to look forward to. Yeah, they put out a clip from it today. And I was like, oh, I don't think I'll watch that. I think I'll wait till the show comes out. What was the date? I think that's smart. Um, What was the date for season three? Oh, Lord. Why can't you guys make this a little easier? You know, Josh Chapman and Catherine Neen have both tagged me in stories about uh, how Google search results suck now. Oh, 
that's February. It's because they do. It's like two mo- two weeks from now. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. That's what I like to hear. I wonder if... I don't think they've released the time it's going to be airing. I wonder if it'll be earlier. Because you remember they changed the airing time for Ahsoka. And it they started like at our time. It came out at like 8, which was awesome. Because um, mm-hmm. I didn't have to stay up until the crack of dawn. Um, I mean, it's not like I had to before. But I kind of well, have but to. if you think about the marketing angle of it, so what half the United States gets to watch it the day it releases, and the other half's got to wait till the next day, yeah, because it get released work, at three a.m. And then all the sweaty tryhards are on Twitter and shit, being like, "Oh my God, there was a baby Yoda at the end." Yeah, way mm-hmm. to ruin it. Yeah, yeah. I try not to to let that happen to me. I keep that Star Wars thing on me. This shit ain't I mean, nothing I'm... to me, man. Right. I know it might be a pain in the ass to release shit not at exactly the same time, but come on. Come on. Yeah. I, I, I'm hoping it it does air earlier, especially because that first, that first week they're doing like a three-episode premiere. So if I don't have for, to stay up to like two in the morning to watch three episodes of Bad Batch and then hoof it down into the goblin layer to record about it for Patreon, that'd be kind of sick. And to do it, you know, to where we get it at eight o'clock means that the east, the west coast, will get it just earlier in the day. Yeah, like six p.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. I'm sure they'll let us know before too long. Um, so we have a few things to talk about this week. There's there's been some interesting things going on. Now I would imagine that most people think we'd probably be talking about the Gina Carano Carano lawsuit stuff. Um, but I don't really want to like, I don't find it fascinating enough to talk about. No, like it's silly. And I, I'm half convinced just because of how batshit insane it is that it's like a, like a, uh, me, like a strategy to try and get her back in the, the public discourse or something. Either way, I don't want to give her the time of day. I would much rather spend time, even though it's, much more unfortunate than her being a, a big doo-doo head. Um, unfortunately, heard, Carl uh, Weathers passed away this past week. Yeah, that's true. And that's sad. I would rather spend time on the show, you know, talking about Carl Weathers and how delightful he was than talking about, you know. Yeah. Of, yeah we don't have to keep, I don't have to keep going in on bits. <sighs> we'll, we'll move on. I'll tell you this. I... I don't remember where I heard the story, but I heard the story that she was at a con and no one showed up to her table and she kind of freaked out. Yeah. And um, I wonder if that has something to do with her filing this lawsuit. I heard that story too. And if that's true, it was just days after that con. I don't know because... There's no way nobody could line up for my autograph. Must be someone out to get me. Um, But yeah, we kind of mentioned it. Unfortunately... Carl Weathers, Grief Karga, and Star Wars director passed away this last week. Oh, man. What a massive talent. I know, dude. And what a sad passing. What a bummer. He was hopping. You know, he he was directing the shit out of Star Wars. Yeah, and like just so like vibrant and charming on screen and stuff jovial you know, like, jovial. like the fact that he would play a mayor of a city totally mm-hmm. believable well like totally his whole believable. 
his whole like character arc of starting off being kind of a shady guy that was giving out um uh pucks for the the bounty hunter guild and oh, then yeah. talking about getting you a tank of spice and by the time you hit atmosphere yeah phew, yeah them, them worries be gone yeah man um and it's such a bummer man because you know i'll be honest like you know each time he showed up even if it wasn't my favorite episode of a particular season or show um he was just awesome it was like a highlight right it really was his portrayal of the um the character that he played you know the 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 bounty the bounty hunter mission giver you mm -hmm. know the the uh, dealer of death and then, like you said, like his kind of character change and his continual soft spot for the Mando and Grogu. Yeah. Um, oh, you I know love what? That. I mean, I really kind of that, that made his character more endearing, I feel like. And, you know, also like him directing the episode where Ahmed Best came back. Right. You know, and all that stuff. He like and that is just. Because, you know, a lot of times, because it's a Star Wars podcast, we sort of focus just on, on these folks' impact on Star Wars. But right. that is far from, I would even say, his biggest role. Like, Apollo yeah. Creed. The, oh like, he is in meme history because of the Predator handshake, you know? Oh, my God. I was going to say, Predator is such a great movie that he is in. He's good in Predator. Mm -hmm. But like you said, I feel like the title that defined him was Apollo Creed. Mm -hmm. And you and I spoke about it briefly yesterday, but the sheer fact that you have two Apollo, two Rocky movies mm -hmm. where the main villain, the opponent is Apollo Creed and Apollo Creed kicks his ass the first time, but the second time Rocky wins and there's an emotional weight there. And then in the third Rocky movie where they become buddies and you start Rocky three is the best Rocky movie in my opinion because yeah. of the friendship with Apollo and yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Like that is what makes that movie slap so hard. And he's training with him and mm -hmm. Apollo's teaching Rocky how to get better. Yeah. And, and running on fucking... the beach and shit and eye of the tiger, you know, mm -hmm. um, there's such an emotional weight when Dolph Lundgren kills that motherfucker that, you know, you feel the air come out of the room, you know, when you're watching that movie, you can feel it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, I did want to play a quick clip. Our buddy Steele had the opportunity to talk to Carl Weathers. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, which I guess it would have been Celebration Anaheim, right? Because I don't think Steele went to um, London. London. Now, I want to play this. Now, if you want to see the rest of it, like, because he'd got some really good uh, interviews with, like, obviously the Mandalorian cast and some of the Ahsoka cast. Um, you should check it out on his, his Steel Wars page on YouTube. But I, want, I did want to play this interview moment um, because it is really nice. And, uh, you know, it's our buddy Steel, so wh why not? Like, it's a nice Carl, moment, Carl Weathers moment that also happens to have my good buddy Steel in it. So why not? Here we go. You have one of the most powerful, to me, in my life, lines in Star Wars. At the end of season one, I was a uh, very new father. Yes. And uh, as you saw off Din, you said, take care of this little one. Yes. 
or maybe it'll look after you. And that just hit me in, like... Like, it's weird the way, like, science fiction and fantasy can sort of mirror your life, and then you, like... That was just is such an amazing line. Well, first of all, thank you, and also... Congratulations, Dad. Mm. Cheers, mate. Oh, yeah. It's interesting about that, that you say that, because I've said to people a number of times, I remember my two sons teaching me how to be a father. I don't know that you can learn that until you have children of your own. You may have had a great dad. You may have had some role model. You may have had somebody who was an uncle or whatever that, but... It's like, these books do nothing. They're teaching me nothing. Nothing. The books don't do it. No, dealing with a teenager is what teaches you how to be a father, okay? Because, man, when they're almost as big as you, and they have a willful mind, and they are coming into manhood, how do I handle this situation? And it begins when they start crawling, of course, you know, as soon as they, they get mobile and you have to run after them, right? That is a powerful line, yeah. yeah. Great. Now, on that topic, what sort of uh, lessons or teachings do you think Grogu will be given to Din in the next season? The same ones my son, or sons have given to me, and I'll give you one quote. I was saying to my son, now I have grandchildren from those two sons. Congrats. Thank you very much. Uh, beautiful kids, by the way, uh, as, my, as are my sons. My son had to be 15, maybe years old, 16 years old, my eldest son. And um, he was dealing with sports and all that, you know, and I was an athlete. And I would say to him, you know, Matt, practice makes perfect. My son looked at me and said, no, Dad, perfect practice makes perfect. There's a lesson right there, you know. So in answer to your question, I got a feeling Grogu is going to have a lot to teach Mando, <laughs> a lot to teach him. And if Mando is open to it, just think of the things he can learn. What a delightful dude, man. Oh, my goodness. Right? Like, I'm just That's sitting so here. sad and so wholesome. No, man. It's it's like so wonderful. I mean, I'm just sitting here. It's not sad, but it's just a little grief. Yeah. You know, like Star Wars is lesser for not having uh, Carl Weathers in it now. You know, mm -hmm. like. That's true. So, man, what a dude. What a legacy. So glad we did. We got the time. Oh, right. And like, I got to tell you. So at Celebration 2019 in Chicago, I was at the Mando panel, which is when they kind of first showed anything related to Mando, right? And when Carl Weathers came out, he did like the Apollo, you and you. It was everybody went fucking insane. It was crazy. <laughs> what a dude, man. So, Man knows how to play the room. Uh, Carl Weathers, you get a big... Rest in peace, my man. Rest in peace, you get a big two thumbs up from Will and Halls. Yeah, right. This is, this is... I am so awkward at this kind of thing. And it's even more awkward when it's somebody like Carl Weathers I really like. So. I mean, it's not awkward. We, we paid the man's legacy respect. I don't know how much better we could have done. Yeah, I guess he, you're right. You know, he, he wrapped it up himself in this clip from Steel. You know. Perfect. Perfect. So, yeah, you guys should go check out all the other interviews he did because there's some good ones there. They're fun to go back and watch now that we've seen, you know, the fourth season or third season of Mando and Ahsoka because that preceded any of those. Mm. Um, so other Star Wars news of interest, um, this one I find fascinating because 
Will and I have charted our course, the course of our obsession with Fortnite, which by the way, just to give you guys a quick Fortnite update, your your old pals Halls and Will have been duty stomping people in Fortnite lately. We have been on quite a run. Yeah, it seems like that ice storm slacked off and all the kids. Yeah, there was a couple the of nights there. I was like, was why are we around? Why are we doing so bad? And we were both <laughs> sitting there and we're like, do you think all, a bunch of kids have extra time off from school because of the the ice storm? So they're staying up late, dookie stomping old men in Fortnite. And I think that's what it was. And they totally, because it <laughs> totally was. You guys had to get back to school and now this is our house. Huh? <laughs> huh? Um, uh, but it was announced this week, uh, actually yesterday, there was a, a Disney investor call, which we'll talk a little bit more about. There's not a ton of Star Wars stuff from it, but there were some announcements along with that. And it's, the headline is Disney and Epic Games to create expansive and open, open games and entertainment universe connected to Fortnite. Right now, the most recent Fortnite update really expanded the game in a big way they like i don't know if we've talked about it on here but they added like a sort of a rock band-esque mini game and a racing game and a whole lego mode that we haven't even had the chance to mess around with yet Mm. so it it, kind of makes sense because we've already seen fortnite instead of just being a hub for you know games of fortnite it's becoming a, a sort of a hub for other type of games in that sort of universe. And to me, this announcement kind of signals that we're going to see that applied to Disney properties. And it's not just Star Wars. It's not just Marvel. It's Disney. Like in the teaser, they show all kinds of stuff like, you know, Pixar, animation, Frozen, all that stuff. Right. Mm hmm. So I would not be surprised um, if this is games tailored to those games or game modes tailored to those universes that are part of the overall Fortnite hub in the future. There may even just be like a Disney hub that you access in Fortnite even. Um, and this concept art, I don't know if you can really see it. That's kind of looks like what it is that you don't get a good look at it, but it, it looks like they have a sort of a, a centralized courtyard with different properties, you know, branching off. There's like nightmare before Christmas and Stark tower monster university. Really cool. Um, Oh, why don't we look at the actual full image instead of me trying to look at the header image? Um, so I can't see anything but audio file. Oh, that's cool. That's helpful. Um, this is what Disney said. Our exciting new relationship with Epic Games will bring together Disney's beloved brands and franchises with the hugely popular Fortnite and a transformational new games and entertainment universe. So they're going big with this, it seems, right? Games and entertainment universe. Mm-hmm. This marks Disney's biggest ever entry ever biggest entry ever into the world of games and offers significant opportunities for growth and expansion. We can't wait for fans to experience the Disney stories and worlds they love in groundbreaking new ways. Okay. Um, Can you imagine if they reproduce famous moments from series? You know, what if you get to do the Death Star run? 
Like you could just I'm do sure. the whole Death Star. I'm, what if you get to fight in the Avengers in New York? You, know, you can pick I'm hoping, Avengers and shit. I am hoping it is like, like that would be very cool, but I'm, I'm hoping this is like fully featured games. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I see. I don't know what to expect. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, I'm kind of, that's why my mind is kind of sputtering, I guess. Cause I'm not sure. Yeah. It's hard. Cause through the description, that's very vague, right? Well, this is the thing. Like, um, it's a lot of fucking corporate babble. You know what I mean? Like it's, there's no yeah. real hard facts about what to expect other than Disney and Epic have like deepened their relationship they were already working together quite a bit the amount of marvel and star wars skins in that game is insane right right but an interesting part of this is disney is also going to be investing 1.5 billion dollars to acquire an equity stake in epic games along the multi-year project so disney is buying into epic starting a project with epic and buying into epic Mm mm-hmm Mm-hmm. That means they have inevitable plans to buy Epic. Like that's the long-term plan. The, in addition, twenty-year plan. In addition to being a world-class games experience and interoperating with Fortnite, the new persistent universe. Now that's a good persistent universe. I think is a a key term there that might give us a little bit of insight. Um, will offer a multitude of opportunities for consumers to play, watch, shop, and engage with content, characters, and stories from Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Avatar, and more. Players, gamers, and fans will be able to create their own stories and experiences, express their fandom in a distinctly Disney way, meh, and share content with each other's and, and each other with each other in ways that they will love. This will all be powered by an Unreal by Unreal Engine. Now, there is, I think there's an interesting wrinkle to this that I haven't seen anybody really talking about. And I unfortunately did not have a chance to research it. But you know the volume yes. that they use to film all the Star Wars TV shows? Mm-hmm. Jean, Jean Favreau always says that is powered by a game engine, right? And yeah. I am almost certain that they use Unreal Engine to power the volume. And if yeah. that's the case, they've already had a relationship, you know, even before that. Because, like, the thing about Disney, if Disney wanted to buy Epic Games, that would be a massive... The amount of money they'd have to spend would be astronomical because Epic Games, besides making Fortnite, which makes a bunch of money, they also are responsible for the Unreal Engine, which hundreds of gaming studios license the use of that engine to make their games, right? Right. It's, it's maybe the most, uh, you know, most popular game engine alongside things like unity and things like that. But I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist Uh or, um, or demolition man, but begun. I think the corporate wars have, I don't think it's war. Like, like with, you know, bullets or guns or anything, but I think the, Go with, go keep going, buddy. I'm, I'm not making fun of you. You said conspiracy theory, and there's only one response. I, I have, so go ahead. 
the corporations feel like they're consolidating power and buying up little things like you know if it's not amazon or google or apple or microsoft you know to not buy epic disney not buying Epic leaves it on the table for microsoft eventually uh, buddy i don't so so you know recently microsoft bought activision and blizzard for an insane amount of money i don't know that it would be quite at that level but it would be that kind of level of a purchase for epic that's how like i i don't even know like so let's see how much is epic games worth boom 32 billion is what they said they're worth yeah so this is the thing i don't know how those kind of acquisitions go right Mm -hmm. So if Bobby I was like, hey, we should buy Epic, does he have to go in there and go, hey, I know you guys are worth $32 billion. What if we, does he have to shoot above that? Or is he trying to get it at a deal? <laughs> you know? I don't know. I mean, the first step is pumping money into the company, right? Buying right. a stake in it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not saying it's not possible, but that would be a large purchase. Um, I, I would feel that Disney might, be more concerned with riding the ship a little bit because they've been, you know, having some fucking trouble financially as far as, you know, performance of their movies and stuff. Um, yeah. And some losing subscribers to Disney Plus and yada, yada, yada. I think they might want to get things a little more tightened up before they go to buy the Fortnite guys. But like you said, I agree. it could I was be talking, the 20-year like plan. Plan. Yeah. plan. Yeah, it could be the long con. They could be because fucking sorry. these rooms operate on yeah. like 20, 50-year plans. Mm-hmm. You could be very right about that. Um, so yeah, and I, that was just me talking shit. I have no idea. You know, I wonder we're just though. bullshitting here. I do wonder like what that means. Well, what I, I can't thought wait. about was like there's so much opportunity, right? Like the first thing I thought about was that that opens up kind of like a Kingdom Hearts thing. You could do another fantasy RPG game that hops around the Disney universe. Oh. More Marvel with, universe. Don't fuck with me. Not like necessarily that. Kingdom Hearts, but you know, it, it doesn't have to be. You could make uh, from Wreck-It Ralph. You could make the game Wreck-It Ralph. You could make Sugar Rush. You could make fucking from the second Wreck-It Ralph movie. You could make Slaughter Race. You know what I mean? Like you could make some cool shit within the Disney universe. It gives you access to a lot of shit. You could do a good Tron game. You know, you could do <laughs> all kind of shit. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, it, it will be interesting. I wonder if it's going to be like sort of like a social hub where you can go into different themed worlds, Star Wars, Marvel, Avatar, yada, 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 right? What if this is the thing that sells VR? What if there's super VR compatibility? And oh, my like, God. Will, you can go answer Ready me. Player One, that motherfucker. Will, I need you to answer me one question about this, mm -hmm. though, okay? <laughs> when I pass away, will I be able to upload my consciousness to that? I have no idea. But will, will, will I, I be able so. I would hope so, too. I'm going to need a little more positive answer here, and I'm fully yeah, well, in. Lord knows there'll be an upload function on uh, on your, your headset when you get it. Yeah, and people will be like, oh, man, I wonder what Halls is up to. Just chilling in the Star Wars world. Playing video games in my little Tatooine house. All you gotta do is talk out loud and Haas will send you a text message in response from the digital realm. Yeah, I'll be like, oh, not much, buddy. You should come play some <laughs> games tonight. I'm 
getting kind of lonely in this digital world. <laughs> how, how did you hear me, Hawes? I am the system. <laughs> I am the wizard. Um, Empire Magazine is te- teasing something for tomorrow. They have the best pictures when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah, they do you know, do, when do some movies sick. Come out. Yeah, they do. They do a lot of sick Star Wars stuff. So I guess this is coming out, um, you know, at 4 p.m. If you live somewhere where you have beans for breakfast, so it's going to be like 11 a.m. for us because <laughs> Empire Magazine is a UK magazine. That's pretty. <laughs> um, yeah, so they have some kind of announcement, and and the image that they put is hello there, like. What does that even mean? I know, like, uh, okay, yeah. let's address the fucking elephant in the room, all right? A lot of people are like, oh, is this going to be some sort of announcement of another season of Kenobi? Koopy? I just don't remember any time when they've straight up announced a movie or a show in a magazine like that especially a couple of days after they had their investors call. Cause you yeah, kind of think, you kind of think Robert Iger, Oh, Bobby Iger would be like, Hey, by the way, we're also doing a second season of, um, Kenobi. And maybe it's because it's hello there, but I read some weird thing that was like new and McGregor, super open to doing a second, you know, second season of Kenobi and some little quote from McGregor being like, Oh, that would be totally awesome. I'm open to it. Yeah, and I was talking to our buddy Steve. We were hanging out, um, and he was he was talking about this, and he was like, yeah, but I th- also thought I saw an interview with Ewan McGregor where he was saying like, oh, I'd love to do another one. They just haven't you know, called me. I haven't heard anything from them. They've got a lot going on, right? And I, what I did was remind Steve that for years, while they were working on the Kenobi movie that eventually became the Kenobi series, they would ask him in interviews and he'd be like, oh, I would definitely come back to Star Wars, but they haven't called me. So this man has diamond hands when it comes to not letting that kind of shit slip. So mm-hmm. I don't think that is necessarily rules it out. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's the only thing I could think it would be other than maybe they cloned Alec Guinness. Disney cloned Alec Guinness. Mm. Interesting. And it's like a little boy, Alec Guinness. He's not aged up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. So they were like... He's like eight years old. The amount of Obi-Wan stories we can start uh, start telling, the entire history, every day of Obi-Wan's life is about to be charted out. It'll be like the Truman Show, but with a cloned Alec Guinness in a... Obi Wan costume. What's the budget for a de aged, <laughs> a de aged uh, Qui Gon Jinn? Uh, no, Liam Neeson. No, nah, because you know what they would do is they would just uh, they cloned Liam Neeson about eight years before that, ten years. Oh, before. I see. So, so he's yeah. you know he's a little older than clone Alec Guinness. That's how. That's what they would do. I'm looking forward to see what it is. If it's if it is a second season of Obi Wan, I'll be pretty stoked about that but also just slightly cautious because can't leave Tatooine well it I don't need Obi-Wan and Vader to have yet another rematch before episode four right 
I was hesitant about that before the show came out. And then that's what they ended up doing. And I was like, well, then I'm going to see how it goes. And it went really well. I really yeah. liked it. I don't, I don't know that you go back to that though. Like how also, many times are these guys going to run interaction into- is Luke Skywalker going to have, you know, like you, you don't need Vader again. And really, you know, you don't really need too much more Luke. Like he met the kid at the end of the last yeah. season, but like hey, I think he also, you know, you also have to establish that he is st- still sort of keeping an eye on him. But I don't know that they need to be hanging out, best buddies. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I think it's 11 a.m. sometime. I don't know, man. I'm bad at time zones, especially when it gets out of the. The three we have, well, we have more than three. That mountain time zone really fucks me over, man. I don't understand that one. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that Disney investor call, they put out a release schedule. Now, I don't even know why I'm talking about this because every time we've looked at an image like this that has Disney's schedule for the next decade, it it doesn't matter. But... The interesting thing is, is that they have two Star Wars movies scheduled for 2026. So on May 22nd, 2026, there's Untitled Star Wars. And then on December 18th, 2026, there's also Untitled Star Wars. Um, well, you would think one of those is the Ray movie. I would think one of those is the Ray movie and one of those is the Mando movie, right? Mandalorian and Grogu. Possibly. Because that's the first one we're getting. Mm-hmm. They said it's going to lead, so that means it'll be first. So I would imagine May 22nd for Mando and Grogu and the Ray movie in December. Like, I love that. I will be, I'm going to be so excited about that. There's one issue, though. Like, the last time there was two that close together, it didn't go well, man. <laughs> so let's. who knows? Maybe people are going to be like, finally, some new Star Wars movies that, you know, will do pretty well. Um, and then there's also one in 2027, basically a year after that one that's untitled Star Wars. That could be, I guess, maybe the James Mangold movie, huh? Yeah? Yeah. Um, and then Donald Glover, I guess he's got that new Mr. and Mrs. Smith show coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was doing some interviews this week, and he mentioned the Lando movie. So now they're specifically calling it a movie. Now, maybe we talked about that getting changed from a series to a movie at some point, but I can't recall it if we did. I don't recall that. I didn't even know that that, I mean, I knew it was tentatively still on the docket, but I didn't even know that project was a go. Lando was a go anywhere. Um, well, so, you know, it got announced at the investors meeting in 2020, right? Okay. I did not know that, I guess. Um, yeah. As part of like when they announced Ahsoka and <laughs> Rangers of the New Republic and Droid Tales, they also announced an, a Lando series, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there was initially someone attached that was working on that who isn't on the project anymore. And now Donald Glover and his brother are writing it. Now, I remember us talking about that, right? Yeah, and I also remember them working on a, a Deadpool animated show that never came to fruition. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he had a quote. He had several ones about it, but basically he said at this point, 
I just know when something's going to be good because you're really fighting the industry when you put your imprint on a franchise of that magnitude. Um, oh, wow. So it sounds like he, like he and his brother are really, you know, sort of in charge of the script. He sounds positive about it. Let's go. Mm -hmm. Let's get it going. Let's go. I yeah, man. I will be there day one to see that dude doing Lando again. And you know what? Yeah, right. You Hit me with Lando all day. You should probably at least get all Alden Ehrenreich. Not he doesn't need to be in the whole movie because I don't want it to take away from being a Lando movie, right? And anytime mm -hmm. you bring Han Solo, regardless of who's playing the actor, into the mix, right? Um, or wh whatever actors playing the role, whatever. Fuck me. Um, you know, but I, I think he should make an appearance because I think that would be cool. We'll see. Um, hopefully we get to see this movie, which I guess could also qualify for the 2027 movie. Who knows, man? Who knows? Are we ever getting another Star Wars movie? Um, only time, only 2026 will tell. Only 2020. We'll know before then. Because then one of those stupid white pages with black text that's just a list of release dates will come out and it'll be moved or something. Ay, ay, ay. Um, last thing that I saw, my favorite fucking subject will, Star Wars Outlaw and Laws and its release date. So Ubisoft also had... A, Ubisoft. Um, a investor's call. And they mentioned that Star Wars Outlaws fiscal year. Now, one thing that confuses me that more than time frames are the fiscal years that all these companies work, right? Yeah, because it's not what you would think. No, you just, yeah. The fiscal year doesn't start in January. Fiscal year 2023 ends in like May of this year or some, something stupid like that, yeah. right? It's goofy. Like tax um, years. But th they said whatever fiscal year they're aiming to have Star Wars Outlaws out, and then I looked it up, and it would basically put it out sometime before the end of the year, okay? okay. And they said that they're going to unveil its fiscal year 2024 to 2025 slate in more detail in May, including Star Wars Outlaws. Star Wars Outlaws is not coming out in May. That's official. Now... They, if they're really planning and they stick to their guns on that, it could come out, you know, it could be like a holiday game this year, I guess, which would be cool. Um, But yeah, it, it, we'll find out its first release date in May is what I'll say. Because even that one, it might slippy dippy, slippy, 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 slippy. Um, okay, that's it. That's all the news. That's it. All the Star Wars news, that is news. Quite a little bit. All right. Better we're than gonna, most weeks. There's been some lean weeks. And then I bet you next week, real lean? No, because we'll talk about whatever the Empire thing is. Even if we just get to roast about, roast getting, uh, for getting excited about a Obi-Wan Black Series figure that they're announcing or some shit. You know what I mean? Hey, hey. We can turn that into content for sure. Let's listen to a song and then hear from our friends. Kia-dee! 
cockhead. The only Jedi master who can crush box Kiyadi. Cockhead. Running around slaying bitches with his cockhead. He's a real Syrian stud. He loves to split chicks with his pud. Kiyadi. Cockhead. So stroke on his balls, Kitty, cockhead. What you gonna do when he comes on you right now? He's a Jedi Council stooge, but he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow. Man, soulful. Absolutely. If you want to send in an email or voicemail, it's easy enough to do. Blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, buddy, vamp a little bit. I have an important text to send, okay? Ooh, an important text to send. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's nothing major. Like, it's not anything scary. I don't know. It's an important text. I'm sorry. Go I'll ahead. Cu- I'll cut this all out. You vamp, though. Yeah. I'll tell you guys this. I have been trying to put together a Cooking with Will episode, but I have been experiencing some imposter syndrome. I, uh, oh, buddy. I haven't like done some really hardcore cooking in so long. I feel like, like I'm not, I like, uh, I lost my mojo. I'm like, I know I haven't. Like, no. I cooked something the other day, just like, yeah, I still got it. Like, I'm, I still got it. But like, it feels disingenuous to record a cooking podcast when I haven't cooked in so long. Like, who wants to take advice from me? What the, the fuck do I know? Like, I'm rusty. Buddy, stop but it. I'm trying to overcome stop that. Stop it. And just That's me every time I sit down to record a podcast with you or Steve, and I just, you know, I just hang out with my friends, dose gummies, and see what happens. <laughs> they usually take, make the magic happen. Take take two of these and record in the morning or the evening, you know, whatever. Um, so we've got a few emails this week to get through. First up, we've got one from Eric Strothers, um, who's best known for, let me find, his his Twitch channel is Mouse Rat and some numbers, and I can never remember the numbers because I'm bad at math. Well, the first two words are entertaining. Mouse Rat. Where's that boy, Mouse Rat? Come on. How is this not easier to find? Uh, maybe I'm just bad. I'm, maybe I'm. Will, am I becoming a boomer, Will? Just say it ain't so, Will. No, 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 no. No, no that's no, no. definitely no, not no. it. That's definitely not it. You're too good at electronics to be a boomer. Okay. Mouserat2217 on Twitch. Also known for just hating his co-host when they did the bad motivators. He said, oh, yeah. Hello, my friends, Will and Halls. I very much enjoyed listening to the discussion sparked by King Tom's email regarding the Ray movie as I played Red Dead Redemption 2 
and listened to Taylor Swift. I think you're right that it's definitely too soon for another fascist regime. Maybe they could go in a completely different direction. What if the enemy Ray faces is bureaucracy itself? She can't get the proper building permits, the major financier for the entire construction backs out, and the accreditation process stalls out completely, leaving any potential student with no recognized degree? Or how about a rival Jedi school pops up and their Padawans are picking on this one student of Ray's, so they head down there to ask for a ceasefire of sorts while they both train for the all-galaxy tournament? That's Cobra Kai. The other sensei, sensei, no, I mean Jedi Master, is a vet of the war against Palpatine, and all his students chant some credo during lightsaber practice like swing first, swing hard, no mercy, sir, or something. Anyways, just ideas, your friend Eric. P.S. Cavalry is a source of help that swoops in the last minute to save the day. Calvary is a place also called Golgotha. You son of a... Eric, that's a little passive aggressive, my dude. Yeah, man. And I'm okay. Can I put the brakes on it real quick? Skirt. I am half convinced as I was going through this email because because it was an email from Eric Struthers. And I gave him. Do you know what a fucking duty head cootie queen I feel like giving him that (laughs) that twitch? Shout out just for him. Yeah, and that took minutes. Then too. he like, showed up and we found out wrote an and... wrote an email like he's playing the fucking solo from the trooper, right? With all these words, you know he threw in bureaucracy, right? Financier, accreditation. Mm-hmm. He threw that all in there because he's like, Halls is gonna fuck these up. <laughs> and then he was he like, Oh, this. but I'll also throw in a Cobra Kai bit or a, that's Karate Kid. The original. I if they just hey, wanted hey, to make the Karate next. Kid in Star Wars, I would watch that any day. I don't know what the... I'm probably not smart enough to know what the first one is referencing, unless it's just he's making around, you know, making jokes about... Say it again, and because I may have gone over my head. What if the enemy Ray faces is bureaucracy itself? She can't get the proper building permits, the major finance... Will, did you ask... <laughs> Are you working with Eric Struthers? No, no, I'm not. I'm not. The major financier for the entire construction project backs out and the accreditation process stalls out completely, leaving any potential student with no recognized degree. Is that... that, What is that? Hmm. What is that? It's not Animal House, is it? I don't think it is Animal House, is it? Because in Animal House, they're threatening to shut down the fraternity. Not the university, right? Not the school. And but what? Where's the? Is that? Is that maybe the? Um, is that that movie where Justin Long and fucking uh, what's that old dickhead's name? Jonah Hill start a college. Do you remember oh that movie? Oh my god! Yes, I remember that movie. I have no idea what that's called, but I have seen that movie. You know the scene when that that body falls out of the ceiling and um. Uh, Jonah Hill screams. Mm-hmm. Anytime Goose hears me scream, he says that's what it reminds him of. Oh my goodness. He'll scream. We've got to be. And accepted. The movie is accepted. Accepted. Here we go. Welcome to the South Harmon Institute of Technology. 
that a baby? Beginning of good things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Goose compares I mean... me screaming to, and it's not. Yeah, it's it's not it's pretty, exactly the same, <laughs> but it's pretty close. But it's not terribly far off. Man, Eric Struthers, I was giving this man framing advice last night. Right. He probably didn't even have anything to frame. He just felt bad about this email, and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna ask this dude about framing because he's super obsessed with it right now." He was just trying to. He was in. It's it's part of the diabolical plan. The plan is to make you feel good about yourself, and he sits back and he's like, "Oh." Bet Haas feels real good about yeah. himself. Yeah. Yep. Just wait. Wait until he has more. to say financier more than once and see how it goes. And he's texting Bet Will you on feel the side. Nice he and said, confident. He said he he, te he texted Will. He said, Hey man, can you have Halls re read the second line of my email a second time if in <laughs> case he goes through it a hundred percent the first time? <laughs> All right. We got, got a, him. Got him. We got an email for from Lore. I hope. One time she sent in how to pronounce her name, and I fucked that up too. And now I'm all off my game because Eric Struthers. Just know I'm so sorry. I'm a marble mouth son of a bitch. All right. Uh, hey, Halls and Will. I was listening to the Sky Talkers podcast the other day, and they have a yearly tradition that involves choosing five Star Wars guests that they'd have at their dinner party. It immediately got me thinking what guest you'd both have. Your guests should be in universe characters only. You need to pick a location, sleazy cantina, posh coruscant dinner, coruscant dinner, etc. And find, hey man, I don't know. Just as an aside, George Lucas, I you did just because fucking Timothy, the boss Timothy Zahn came up with the name coruscant for the Capital Planet. You didn't have to do that to me. Uh, and finally, what would the general discussion topics be? Looking forward to hearing your picks. Take care and speak soon. Ooh, buddy, this is this is a good question. You know, this, is this isn't question. any of that Eric Strothers fucking around stuff. This is a solid question. We're actually going to talk about Star Wars. Who are your guests, Will? Let me hear them. I would have Han Solo mm -hmm. and Lando. Oh. And I wouldn't want to leave out Chewbacca. How many do you get? Uh, five, five. So that's three. Okay, so if if you have those three coming to a dinner party, it's gonna be an awesome dinner party. You know say, what I that's mean? That's gonna slap, dude. The stories, yeah. The probably the gambling, the drinking. The oh yeah, sabak. Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to take Chewie outside so he can. Take a dookie in the, the grass all hunched over. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a German shepherd. Uh, who are your other two? My other two. Man, who would fit that party? Um, Finn and Poe Dameron. Ooh. It'd be the buddy bro hour. Man. That would be a fun crew. That would be a real fun crew because you know Guys they'd be roasting each other, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cutting up, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. trying on. Finn would be letting everybody try on the brown jacket. Mm -hmm. And Poe was like, "You know that used to be my jacket. Now we kiss." 
<laughs> that's for all my fin pose out there. I think that's yeah, right. what that ship was called, right? Yeah. Or pofins? I don't know. I remember back in Lost, if if you shipped Jack and Kate, it was Jate. That's the first time I ever came across shipping in my internet How career. How unfortunate, Will. Stop it. Stop what you're... You stop. <laughs> this We're talking about Lost now, man. <laughs> we can fuck around. You can say anything you want about me and my damn near illiter illiteracy when it comes to reading an Eric Strother's email, but don't you dare say anything about Lost. Damon Lindelof is a saint. He's certainly not. He is certainly not. <clears throat> um, my five guests, Boba Fett, Timur Morrison, Boba Fett. Specifically, Book of Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Okay? A number one. Yeah. And you know what? So, I I would probably just be awkward the whole time and just listen to people say, talk. This dinner party got, got tense off the bat. It's not tense. I'm just not saying, like, I'm so awestruck by being next to Book of Boba, uh, Timur Morrison, Boba Fett. But I would hope that since he's an animal guy, maybe I could break the ice by showing him pictures of my pets. Be like, you want to see my cat, Walter? Show him pictures of Walter and Luna and Mushu and Jet Li and Finn. You know, just show him the whole crew. This is a pet. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, he's awesome, man. And I guess if it's in universe, it would be it would look like a picture of like a loth cat, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so he's there for sure. Uh hmm. Ray. Mm-hmm. Cause I just want to be like. So what do you think you're going to get up to in the next 15 years and then maybe even after that? Try to get some information about that movie. Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ooh, ooh, I left out Obi-Wan. That's so disappointing. Um, plus, I would like to see what Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan, and Ray would talk about. Oh, that would be a good conversation. Right. And I also see like to see what Boba Fett has to say to them guys too. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so that's three, right? Um hmm. there's so many choices, man. I I'm not really no bad guys seem like, like, okay, Thrawn would be an interesting dinner guest, but he's just going to be fucking snooty the whole time, right? Thrawn is the one, Thrawn doesn't attend no. dinner parties. No. Thrawn hosts yeah. dinner parties. Yeah, and I, and he'd just be, I'd be like, he'd be like, what kind of art do you like? And I'd be like, um, comic book <laughs> art and uh, psychedelic Alex Gray art. And he'd be like, mm, imbecile. You know, he's got this weird thing where send me an email you know, like Eric Struthers. He invites an auditorium full of people and then uh, has them carried out by security one by one after individual interactions mm -hmm. <laughs> until there's nobody left. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just... did the boys night out. But if we're doing girls night out Star Wars, it would be Ray and Padme and Princess Leia. And... Who else is fun? Maz Kanata. I bet, I bet Maz Kanata and Zori Bliss. I bet that's Oof. a good time. Bro, that's a... Man, that that has the potential to pop off like a real party. You know what I mean? That's like movie worthy. Yeah. It's like yeah. bachelorette um, party. 
So, uh, so who did I say? I said Boba Fett, Ray, Ewan McGregor, Obi Wan. Which is no disrespect to Alec Guinness, but he just seemed like at a dinner party he might be kind of a bummer at that point. You know what I mean? He'd I was be thinking the one like that would retire. Early. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like, I got to go watch a kid. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> All right. Whoa. Um. Uh. I was thinking maybe Luthen from Andor, but I also love the character. Love the character. Feel like he might be kind of a bummer. Well, it depends on it depends. What, what version shows up. I was about to say, you got a cool crew. He would be interested to have dinner with that crew. Right. Which would put him... Yeah, but he know, would he also would have... be like, you know, everybody be having fun, you know, having some fancy, like, neon Star Wars drinks, and then he'd be like doing a five-minute monologue on the price of war and sub subterfuge and Boba Fett would be like I'm gonna go hang out with my Rancor see you guys make Boba Fett leave early you know Boba Fett says I could tell you Ooh, the price of war Marin from the Jedi games oh cool the the night sister lady that would yeah. be cool she ta she likes to talk a little shit too which is nice right Okay. Um, oh, okay. Hold on. Okay, yeah. That was that number five. That was number four. Number four. It took me that long to get the number four. I'm taking this shit real seriously. Yeah, well, we are. Boba Fett, Ray, Ewan McGregor, Obi Wan, Marin from the Jedi Knight or Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor games, and one more. Um. Hmm. Hmm. I need an original trilogy character because I've got prequel covered. I've got sequel covered. I've got Disney Plus covered. I've got video game covered. I need an original trilogy character. DJ Lobot. <laughs> He's just sitting there silently while the lights on his headband blink. And I, that's about how awkward I would be awkward. That's so awkward that they thought I had a low bot head device on me at this dinner. <laughs> um, low bot. No. Han Solo would be fun. But then do you think like wicket? Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Any, oh, like what about uh, chief Chirpa? Chief Chief Chirpa could come up in that motherfucker and do some kind of fancy ritual. Um, I mean, like, yeah, R two D two of all the droids, R two D two and BB eight would be the coolest to hang out with, right? Right. You know, I like C three PO, but I also be like, I think I would be the guy that would turn. C-3PO switch on his back off like Han Solo after C-3PO is like, the hey, person man. at a party when you want to hand off a conversation to save yourself. Uh-huh. Like, Where you oh, like, let oh, me introduce you to 3PO. 3PO, he's a wonderful storyteller. C-3PO is kind of like my personal anxiety that likes to kick in when I'm having just a little too much fun. You know, <laughs> having a really good day, a little too much fun, my personal anxiety is like, hold up, what if we didn't do that, though? That's what C-3PO is. He brings ang anxious energy to the, the dinner party. Wait a second. What if I'm not funny? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. What if... I don't know. It goes Wait dark. Wait a second. 
what if I sound like an idiot when I talk? Well, oh, wait yeah. a second. What if I sound like an idiot when I don't talk? Yep. Yep. That's what would happen. That's what C3VO would do. Um, I'm going to say Luke Skywalker because I like Luke. You know? Rich, mm-hmm. I want Return of the Jedi, confident, say, like black outfit, brown robe, talking shit to Jabba to come to that. That I don't want whiny boy, whiny farm boy Luke. I like I like that version of I like that version of Luke too. I like Empire Strikes Back Luke, but the one that he's have, fine, but he don't think he would be fun at a party. I don't know. I bet you Luke had some pretty fucking ra- some pretty good ragers with old Cammy and uh, Biggs and you know those other po- folks that called him Wormy. Maybe not. Oh, maybe that's why. They called him Wormy, is because he he couldn't hold he, like he drank the worm. He ate the worm out of the bottle of oh my goodness, whatever Star Wars liquor it was. Um, and I don't know about a posh dinner. A sleazy cantina might be kind of cool, or like uh the diner, like Dex's diner. Then you get a bonus Dex, Dexter Jetster too. Yeah, uh huh. Uh-huh. The That's boys the are going out to eat street food. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. girls are eating at a sit-down diner on Coruscant, probably not diner, but like a like a restaurant, um, something on the top of a tall building with big windows. Uh, what a wonderful, what a wonderful email, though. I like thinking about real that. quick. Mm-hmm. Dark side dinner. Dark side. Dark dinner? side dinner. That's oh. like a murder mystery, but no mystery. Like last man standing. <laughs> Dark side dinner. I don't want Maul there. Okay, just gonna say yeah. that right now. Count Dooku for sure is there. Count Dooku is absolutely there. Uh, Palpatine. I mean, you got he's got to be at that dinner. You know That's what I mean? That's interesting because he's the one I would leave out of mine. But keep going. We'll go. We'll um, Darth Vader. Yes. Right? Uh, uh, Mother Talzin. Okay. From the Clone Wars, like the the head mother of the night uh, sister, night sisters. Yep. Uh, and uh, Darth Plagueis. Ooh. Because I just want I wanted to be like, what's that dude all about? That's big. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. I got. Darth Bane. Oh, I have um, what was the other one I was gonna say? Oh, Asajj Ventress. Ooh, Moff Gideon. Ooh, and then um, Count Dooku. And I was just thinking, imagine the snide looks and shit talk at that dinner. Like, oh my god. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It would be. You want to talk about passive aggressive? The conversations at that dinner would be. So passive aggressive, right? <laughs> and the, the whole time, just want to get the fuck out. The whole time, they're like, like sniping at each other. Vader's, yeah. are... he's just waiting to become the the target of uh-huh. anybody's bullshit, yep. so he can force choke them. Mm-hmm. But nobody will. Mm-mm. Nobody. Everybody's will taking shots at everybody, everybody else, else but Darth Vader. They're like, he's sensitive yeah. boy. He's got a breathing issue and he can't even there. Everybody's enjoying dinner and he's just sitting there looking at a plate, <laughs> you know, like, 
Maybe I'll blend this up and put it in my feed. I was gonna say tube. the stormtrooper brings a silver tray and sets out a a, a straw. <laughs> yeah, like, with like a little packet. A dinner. Yeah, it's got that stuff from the floor. Matrix. You know the the goop they eat in the Matrix. Yeah. Yep. Man. Uh, we got one last email, and this one's from Sam. Howdy, Halls and Will. I hope you both are doing well and had a nice week. How do you guys feel about the new Indiana Jones game that is coming soon? It looks cool to me, but the first port point person point of view is a little bit of a turnoff for me. Um, I think it looks pretty sick. I'm hoping Indiana Jones video games don't have the best history, right? There have been a, f a couple of good ones. Uh, what is it? Him and uh, There was one on the PC where it's, Indiana Jones and the Trials of Atlantis or something like that. It was pretty oh, good. That'd be cool. Um, I think it does look cool. And the studio that's making that game made the most recent Wolfenstein game, so they know a, a few things, a couple things about beating up Nazis. You know, which Indiana Jones he loves to punch a Nazi. Who so, doesn't? Right? Exactly. Will exactly comes highly recommended. Fuck yeah. Switching to Star Wars, have you guys checked out any of the concept art books that came out with the Disney-era projects? I've been reading through them lately, and there are a lot of neat ideas that were never used. Are there any unused concepts made for Star Wars that you'd like to see repurposed for a future project? Thanks and best wishes, Sam. Um, So, I have several of those art of books. I have... I think I have all the sequel trilogy ones and maybe the first two Mandalorian ones. And those things are cool. Like, specifically, I remember after The Force Awakens came out and that Art of book came out, there was so much interesting shit in there because it included a lot of um, material from like very early on in the process before... J.J. Abrams was there, like Michael Arndt, you know, was working on the script at this point. And there's that concept of like the force ghost of Anakin Skywalker appearing to to Luke, and he was kind of like going in between being Anakin and Darth Vader, like he was still struggling with the dark side and the afterlife, which I thought was kind of a neat concept and had some neat artwork for it. Um but then it, it kind of seemed like that got repurposed a little bit in the Ahsoka episode, right? In the World mm -hmm. Between Worlds episode. Um, there was also this cool concept in that one of a weapon that the First Order was going to use that was like um, like a... I can't even think of how to explain it. It was like, I don't think it was supposed to be like an EMP as it was like a field of lasers or something in space. It's hard to describe, but it was, um, basically there was going to be a moment when the resistance are attacking Starkiller base that they turn that weapon on, you know, to kill a bunch of the resistance, but it also kills a bunch of first order folks as well. And it was going to be like this moment Showing that like General Hux was willing to sacrifice his own folks, you know, and and shit like that. That's kind of a neat concept um, <coughs> that I could see them. They're always trying to figure out some kind of big weapon. Mm -hmm. Also, please don't have Ray fight a big weapon in her movie. Okay, 
We don't need a big weapon again. It will happen again, but we don't need that yet. Man, the big weapons in the first season of Clone Wars, there's a lot of them. There's like a the malevolence, there's bioterrorism and shit. The Separatists are constantly trying to make weapons to fuck people over with. Yeah, planetary killing weapons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know about that blue shadow virus. Shoo. Um, it's anything like them blue waffles. You don't want to be anywhere near it. Buddy, can I be 100% honest with you? Yeah. I don't know what a blue waffle is, and I have purposely avoided it. Don't Google it. I don't. I will not. I, because I, I'm long past that age of being like, I want to see something fucked up on the internet. <laughs> I really want to. I really just want to sear something totally awful into my psyche so that I can have horrifying waking God. dreams about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm well pat. I I don't fuck with that, man. The internet for me is for for you know keeping up with friends, news and content related to the stuff I'm interested in, and animal videos, right? And music. There are, there are certain videos out there that I know of that just the sheer description of them is enough to know that I'm never going to want to watch that video. Yeah, I don't even seek that out. I just don't want to know. Somebody's like, ha, 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 have you ever looked up Blue Waffle? And I was like, no, and I will not do that. Thank you. I'm good. It's a, it's a, I got enough a, shit going off in my, in my life before without having to add that. I love Waffle House. You know this. It's an urban legend. Okay. Well, you know, I still don't want to know about the urban legend. It's an urban legend of an STD. Oh, dear Lord. See, this is more than I wanted to know, Will. Well, I'll tell you this. Knowledge is a curse. Now you're cursed. No, nah, man. Knowledge is power. G.I. Joe. I didn't know. <laughs> Oof. Well, buddy, I think that does it for us. I wish I had a better answer for Sam. It's just been a while since I've perused those art books. Um, there is some cool shit in there. I wonder if they've done one for season three of Mando. Because if they have, I need to get it. Ooh. Oh, well, are we going to end with a little window shopping with Halls? I think we are. Mandalorian uh, art book season three. I got to tell you, I love window shopping with Hawes. That may be one of my favorite segments. Okay, hell yeah. So it doesn't look like there is one yet. Maybe it just hasn't been. Star Wars, the Book of Boba Fett Collector's Edition. What is this? It's a book. Oh. How much is that? It's $13. Add to cart. Um, (laughs) The last two pages are missing. Uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian's Quest. What is this? Is this like a kid's book? Oh, man, you got to get this for the kids, Will. Nighty Night with Boba Fett and The Mandalorian and Bo-Katan. Definitely going to be looking into that. Yeah, I guess they haven't done one for season three yet. Dungeons and Dragons has two kid books, like the ABCs of D&D and the 123s of D&D. That's cool. That's cool. Man, D&D is having quite a moment with popularity. Steve and I were talking about this today too. There was a time 
In fact, when Will and I first met, you you were not outwardly a D and D like you know what I mean. X nay on the D and D A please in the house, lady in the house. Yeah, like it was not you were not considered a cool guy if you played video yeah. games and D and D or read Marvel comics, right? I grew up in a time and place where you didn't want to have the D and D stank on you. Mm-hmm. Me too. And it I wasn't just, like I could wear my Hellfire Club shirt around and people would be like, oh, sick. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I I mean, it was the same way for me, but I was also just like, I have no sense of self-preservation. So I was just like, yeah, I like. Well, mm. you say that, but I mean, you were true to yourself, right? Like you knew yeah. who you were and you were true to self. I spent some time in high school trying to conform. You know, I was so different that I tried to fit in really hard. Not I don't a, recommend it. But I, I own that. I, I, I tried to fit in and be popular. Man, I if just if I could tell any young person a lesson, I was like, you're you're the coolest when you don't give a shit. Like you're the coolest when you just be you and you do what you like and you don't have to explain yourself to anybody. And you'll find that those are the coolest kids in in any you know social structure. Are the ones that just do themselves and don't give a shit about what everybody else is doing. Well, there you go. I think that's a solid fucking message, Will. Hell yeah, man. I like that. It took me a long time to learn that. I but. just I just kept on. I was like, yep. Uh, oh, what do you mean? Well, yeah, that made you cool by default. And you just didn't sure know it. Did not. It sure, Will, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But it sure did not. It sure well, did I not. Get, in your environment, it wasn't. But to yourself, you know. Ooh, I'm looking up. Oh, what is this? Star Wars, The Secrets of the Bounty Hunters? In the, the words of 98 Degrees, be true to your heart. Yeah, but also in the, the words of Sir Frederick Durst, it's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everything, is, everything fucked is fucked and nothing. Everybody, everybody sucks. sucks. Come on, man. You, you, you know how. You, you know that's not the way. 98 Degrees isn't the way to... You better... Quote, take it to the Matthews Bridge, huh? Yeah, or to spend four minutes finding a quote out of a 12-minute Tool song. <laughs> Ooh, Star Wars The Ultimate Pop-Up Galaxy looks kind of sick, too. I've seen that at Second and Charles. Man, oh, why, am I looking, cool. why am I looking at books when I'm like, I haven't read any of the High Republic except the first book. I'm like, I want to look at pictures. Ah, uh, reading. Man. I remember what reading was like. I've been le reading a little manga before bed. Ooh. A couple nights a week. I've been reading the Final Fantasy manga because I am all in. Like, sorry, guys. It's going to be a little bit of, uh, you're going to get a little extra Final Fantasy sprinkled on every episode because of how obsessed I'm in, I am with it right now because that game comes out soon. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, why now I'm so deep they're showing me Mass Effect books. My Amazon, you, you know, sometimes the algorithm doesn't be hitting, but you want to know one algorithm that always pays off, Will, is the Amazon algorithm for my account. Mm -hmm. It knows. It's probably the most powerful artificial intelligence on the planet. Well, you know. Hopefully, hopefully he likes me because we hang out so much. <laughs> well, it certainly knows a lot about you. He's like, this dude loves frames. Does he own a gallery? <laughs> Does 
does this guy make art? Does he just like print off? Art? No, he just has a collection of it that's been sitting in a portfolio that he's like, oh, I've got wall space. Now I got to hang all this shit and frame it. I'm going to be so glad when I'm like the day where I'm like, that's it. That's the last one. I just finished the last one. I don't have to order any more frames. I don't have to cut any more mats. And then you'll get Birmingham, Alabama's first earthquake. Well, <laughs> why would you do that? Well, just, it's the funny, it's just an ironic image. And drops all my frames off as, the wall. Just as finishing the very last one. Man. I want you guys to remember this, okay? When so, <laughs> when my house gets swallowed by a sinkhole because of Birmingham's first uh, 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 earthquake, first and they earthquake find me in a hundred thousand years. Yeah, they find me, you know, eighty feet below the Earth's uh, crust, sitting in my recliner, playing uh, in the middle of playing Final Fantasy, froze like a dude at Pompeii. Remember that Will did put, put that juju on me. <laughs> He did that to me. You guys remember that, okay? And when he and Eric Struthers try to keep Blue Harvest going, you guys send in those emails and those voicemails, okay? Because that ain't right. That ain't right. Get hate mail for the rest of my life. You did my boy dirty. How did, how did you do that? Will's a wizard. He put a curse on Halls. He used black magic with a K. That's when you know it's serious magic. Right, mm. it's a M I J I K magic. So that's the real fancy evil magic. Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, this has been Blue. <laughs> wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Go check out Stone Cobra, huh? StoneCobra.bandcamp.com. The High and Mighty's on Spotify now, so you can listen to that. It's awesome. Check Love out High Potion music for your kick-ass life. Yeah, check out High Potion with me and Steve. We we have an upcoming episode with Michael Pappas. That's I'm sure we haven't even recorded it yet, and I'm already bracing myself. I'm sure it's going to be bananas. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you guys next week. I'm Hal Burghardt. and I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.